0: Viewer, oh, discretion, viewer discretion advised, Courtney oh, and Victoria hi. are going to take today's intro, so please to the podcast, grab some popcorn, eh? and uh, if you're driving, hold on to the steering wheel. This should be a fun ride. Over to y'all. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh he put me on the radio. radio. He and put, he me, put on me on the video. stereo. <laughs> And then he put me on a video. Okay, yes. shout out to brother Jay.
2: I am he also scared right now. That song, if you
1: don't know it, you need to get it.
2: It's I, called My God Reigns. My Raines.
1: God Reigns. Welcome to the podcast, eh? Huh?
0: I too am scared of what Welcome I just to the
1: witnessed. podcast? Eh? No, the
0: Lord has not given me a spirit God, of fear. God.
1: For the glory
2: of God.
0: God, God. 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 <laughs> All
2: right. Well, today
0: Wait, you're not going to tell him about our Instagram or anything?
2: Well, no. Oh,
0: no! Sure, yeah. Are, do we not want to grow our connection to the people?
2: <laughs> and follow so, us um, on Instagram
1: at YA underscore power of love. And you can email us at tpolcya at gmail.com. You
0: have obviously have heard our intro before. I have. Wow. It sounds cheap, I have. I'm just
1: like you. Well, what else do we do here? What uh, else do we well, do here?
0: You can catch us on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker. Breaker? Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher. Ooh, I always forget, forget about that one. What and then Google Cast, Google Cast, not podcast. Anywhere you can find a podcast, look us up. We're there, Houston Young Adults. A lot of people actually don't know our name on like a platform.
2: Yeah, yeah, because it's confusing. It's like, why are we called that? But we don't know. It just is. You well, know because we're keeping it. Just keeping deal it, with it. We're, we're with keeping
1: it. it. You know, I,
0: I hear the questions. Deal with it.
1: Okay. You, yeah. So when you're okay. searching for a podcast, obviously search you're listening to them, Houston but but tell adults. people to search Houston, Houston Young Adults. Houston
0: Young Adults.
1: Um, and then we also want to hear how this podcast has been, um, you know,
0: affecting your life. DM <laughs> us. We want to hear the testimonies coming in. It's gr- we we love to hear testimonies. <laughs> right?
1: There's been great testimonies testimonies so far, and so eventually we we're gonna have somebody call
0: in them. and give their testimony. <clears throat>
1: That'd be great. Well, praise God. So if you, that if you want to be that person, DM us or you can If you
0: want the great us. honor of being on this anointed podcast, scoop off the glory and give it to the Lord. Oh, okay. Call in, DM us, and we will get you on here.
2: So today we're talking about spiritual maturity. Spiritual Georgie, maturity. over to you.
0: <laughs> thank 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 you, my co fellow leader. No Victoria. problem, CEO. So <laughs> <laughs> So Whoa. hey, hey guys. Welcome to spiritual maturity. No, I'm just kidding. So, guys, we're excited today to jump into spiritual maturity. Uh, This has been a topic that's kind of been on my heart um, for a long time. Actually, it's always on my heart because I love ministry. And, you know, there is such thing as being spiritually mature. So uh, you know we're just gonna kind of go with it. We have points. We don't know if we're gonna get to all of them all today, but we're gonna see how this goes. It's gonna be great. I'm ex- I'm excited. It Crazy will be guy. great. Uh, and so we're gonna start off with our number one uh, point, I guess you can say, uh, and that is number one: a spiritual mature person renews their mind daily. Now, guys, what what do you what do you all think when I say you renew your mind daily? I think read your
1: Bible every day regardless Whoa. of everything else. <laughs> that is it. Renewing yeah. your mind with the word of God.
0: So yeah, renewing your mind daily. We are to die to the flesh daily. We, I, on this podcast, we have talked about, uh, we talk about consistency a lot um, and how being consistent is one of the biggest parts in your walk with the Lord. But I want to start this off with reading James 1.22. And if you don't know where James is, he bruised James. Get it? He bruised like he punched James. I said this in. Oh, I,
1: it in I get it. I thought it was like a cold, like a cold brew, but that's that what I was thinking even, too. I automatically. Y'all are barely even, getting this. Yeah, I always think you, know, you he learn bruised. something new every day.
0: Wow. Um, I'm taking applications for new co-leaders.
1: <laughs> oh, what?
0: Uh, so James one twenty-two it says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. So, so well, number one, spiritual, a spiritually mature person renews their mind daily. When you start to when you become when you become new in Christ and you get saved, you become born again. You are made totally new and you have accepted Jesus Christ, the living son of God into your heart. But there also you we cannot forget that yes, we are not from this world, but we do live on this earth and this earth is a natural world. But there's a natural realm and there's a spiritual realm. So, in order to live in, the, we, are, we are called to live in that spiritual realm and live a life of victory. And in order to do that, you have to renew your mind daily. You're going to have to die to the flesh. You're going to have to renew your mind. You're going to have to uh, become, you, be, you become a new person once you got saved. So therefore, you have to learn about your identity. And you have to hence go back and listen to our podcast, Knowing Your Identity. True. But you have to begin to renew your mind daily and be a doer of the word. So like it says, James 1.22, it says, be a doer of the word and not only a hearer. Well, when you begin to read the word, if you, if you hear the word constantly, and that's why a lot of people, I'm kind of jumping all over the place because there's a lot of points on this, but uh, one, of the, one of the things I uh, was talking about was, like, a, a lot of people, people sometimes wonder why um, people have been going to church for 20 years, and they're in the same spot they were 20 years ago, and it's because you can hear the word of God and not, uh, all day long, but if you never become a doer of the word, then you're basically putting it all to waste. So one, and like I said, going back to getting born again, when you become born again, you become, uh, you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, and you become a new person on the inside. Well, your outside is still that same body that you've lived with for um, however old you are—twenty-one years, twenty-three years, forty-three years. Well, this podcast is for everybody, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, you've been your old body your natural body is still there So what you have to do is you have to begin to grow your spiritual realm And your inner man And so you have to start reading into the word and becoming a doer of the word And um, this is actually really big. Um, and one of the points I put down is Uh, you if you consistently remind yourself of your identity, you'll never forget who you are You'll never be defeated, and that's what James one twenty three says. It says, it was talking about. It says, "For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror." And what we talked about was the mirror. The mirror it's talking about is in James one twenty three is the word of God. And so, if you, if in order to live a victorious life, you have to know the word, and you have to what know what belongs to you. You have to know your identity in Christ Jesus that you took on uh so i don't know i don't know if y'all want to say anything about that but uh just really i a big thing for me is you know co- being consistent and knowing your identity because like I, I said one time what if you don't know your identity know your identity the devil can come and tell you something and you'll totally steal your lunch and he will steal your lunch <laughs> yes <I laughs> the I devil will that come part. and tell you something and steal so your lunch because profound, you, uh, the word is how you this is how i fight my bad I, anybody who knows me knows I hate that song. Okay, but well, we're getting into uncharted territory here. No. But uh, <laughs> no, the, the word of God is how you live a victorious life. The yeah. word of God is everything you need to live a spiritual life, and so that's why you have to renew your mind daily. Paul says, "I buff in my body uh, like a boxer getting ready for a fight." I, I don't think he actually says that, but that's how I interpret it. But uh, word for word. But you have to constantly, this is a consistent walk. This is a daily walk. This is a daily life you have to live. So I don't know if y'all want to, sorry, I've totally yeah. jumbled everywhere because there's a lot of points on the No, that hit, was, I no, want to go off
1: fun. of, before we leave James 1, I'll, I'll say something. Um, Verse 25 is so good. I mean, especially in, when we're talking about being hearers and doers of the word, I love what it says. It says in verse 25, but he, who looks into the perfect law of Liberty and is faithful to it and perseveres in looking into it. And then, uh, in the new King James version, it says continues in it. So that's what it's talking about. When you can, when you look at the word of God and you continue in it, I know when, when I first got saved, the first thing that you teach yourself to do is to get in your word then you have to really learn and like you're saying in that scripture buffet yourself and and train yourself to to be that this is going to be a, a routine like I'm a I'm a born-again believer what what is it that born-again believers do and they they renew their mind daily they get in the word of God and they continue in it even when you don't feel like it you're gonna get up in the morning because you know that this is your source this is your source that's going to get you get you through the day but also become a strength to you so
0: yeah um and just to bounce off that yeah because we were talking about uh before we started recording was like this the word of god is what sustains you the word of god is like almost like not what keeps you sane but this is what keeps you going like if you don't get in the word of god that's why a lot of people in the ministry uh get burnt out is because they're, they're uh, some people work jobs and then they go serve and if you don't sustain your put like put your life and you sustain yourself in the Word of God you'll get burnt out because you lose sight and the reason that happens is because you lose sight of why you're really doing things in ministry like when you're out there serving in an outreach and you're frustrated because it's hot or something, well that's when that's when the word of God kicks in and says I'm not doing this for myself I'm not doing this to please somebody I'm not but I'm doing this for the uh, for the Lord and I'm doing this unto the Lord and right. that's only going to come through the word of God mm-hmm. like you have to keep your eyes I'm jumping out too many places but The word of God is what sustains you, and in ministry, that's how you keep yourself from getting burnt out. And the and that all comes from renewing your mind daily. So I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's
1: good. I mean, it's and it is. It's in that continuing in it, and the Holy Spirit, like you're saying, is is our teacher. He guides you into all truth. So he is the one that's going to give you strengthener. Yeah, he's going to be your teacher. He's going to be the one that's going to give you understanding and insight into those things. So you're not just doing things. I mean, really when, if you're just doing stuff because you're, oh, the word says it, but if you don't have the understanding besides behind why you're doing things, then that's not going to give you the, the 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 Bible results. You're not going to obtain the promises of God when you're you're just like doing things just to do them. But when you have an understanding because you have revelation from the Holy Spirit, from the word of God, because you're continuing in it daily, that's when, you know, you're going to see the results. And it says later, uh, uh a little bit later in the verse, uh, verse 25, of James one, he shall be blessed in his doing, um, and his obedience to the faith and to, uh, and so, you know, and, and it talks in Romans 12 about, uh, being renewed daily from the word of God, being renewed by the word of God. And so, I know in um, in John 11 also it talks about how Jesus uh, cleaned the disciples feet so he showed this to them so that they would know you know you don't have to clean your whole body daily but you need to clean your feet you need to you need to clean your feet daily because every day you're walking down paths you're walking through life and every day you're going to be cleaned and cleansed by the word of God you're cleaned once by the blood of Jesus you're fully cleaned and cleansed once by the blood of Jesus but day You're going to be cleansed where your feet go, where, where you walk daily has to be refreshed, has to be renewed. Um, by the word of God. And so I remember uh, Pastor Adonico one time talked about how um, the word of God, like you're getting brainwashed by the word of God. How awesome is that to to get to the place in your life where you wanna be so hungry, to be so brainwashed with the word of God, where you're replacing your old thoughts, your old ways of doing things with what the word of God says. You're gonna start to see transformation and you're gonna get mature. You're gonna be a, a person who's mature in the things of God and mature and strong in your spirit because the word of God is now replacing everything that your old life had So going back to your identity. Once the word is so in you, you're literally brainwashed by the word.
0: Yeah. And so that's, it's really, it's really important to get in your word daily because, and and that's why like, once you get, there's never, you'll never come to a place uh, where you arrived. And uh, that's really big uh, as far as your walk with God is you have to know you're coming to you'll never be at a place where you know everything and I think that's where a lot of like people show their immaturity spiritually is that some people think oh you know I've already heard it or oh yeah I'm like an expert in that or no the a a a a spiritual mature person knows that they're always teachable. Pastor Sandy says it all the time. She says that she can never, she's she would never arrive, that she's never come to a place where she can't be taught. Well, she tells me that all the time. You'll never come to a place <laughs> where you you know it all or you can't be taught something. You have to remain. If you once you get to that place, that's a, that's a scary place to be because that's when pride is able to creep in. And pride and the Bible says pride comes before the fall. And if you let and if you let that form of pride come in, then that will shut off a lot of things god wants to do in your life because you have a wall built and because you think you know it all that's the point where uh, well you really don't at that point you're not giving yourself to the lord anymore because you've kind of cut off every oh i've maxed out and that's where uh you can go wrong in a lot of places so um really really the word is what's going to sustain you and the word is the word is your identity and that's where and that's where god is going to show you who you are in christ and that's where uh he's gonna re- the holy spirit's gonna to reveal to you everything you need to live a victorious life in christ
2: yeah, and the the word is definitely what is going to transform your life to make you, you know, consecrated, to live holy. Like Georgie's saying, your new identity, you know, our new identity is to walk in holiness, to walk in a manner worthy of the good news of Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says, that we need to walk in a manner worthy of the gospel and worthy of our calling in Christ Jesus. And so I love what Philippians chapter one says. Um, Paul is writing to the Philippian church and he says, I pray that your love may abound in knowledge and knowledge. And insight and in comprehensive discernment. So that you may learn to sense what is vital and that you may be able to recognize the highest and the best and distinguishing moral differences that you may be untainted, pure and unerring and blameless with your hearts sincere and certain and unsullied so that you can approach the day of Christ, Jesus returning, not stumbling or causing others to stumble. So this is what Paul is saying. Paul wants them, their love to abound you know, when you fall more in love with God, you fall more in love with his word, it says that it abounds to a point of discernment where you're now able to discern morally, what is the highest and the best? And this is so crucial. You know, the more you fall in love with God, the question changes from, oh, well, what can I do as a Christian to how can I be more holy? What in my life is going to feed the fire of God? You know, we did that podcast and we talked about um, the fire and how you can be on fire for God until Jesus returns. But if you yourself are like putting out, you you may grow your fire and then put it out yourself by doing things, by, you know, not living consecrated that, that tend to, to actually dim out your own fire. And so that's that's what Paul's talking about here. He he's saying you got to shift your focus to not just what can I do and still be saved, but what mm-hmm. can I cut out of my life so that I can literally be so holy. I know I'm I'm constantly we you know me and Courtney in college. I mean, cutting out things right and left because so, so when you're so hungry for God, it's not even like you're giving something up. It becomes yeah. like what is the best? What is the highest mm-hmm. way I can live? Like you just want to be so holy. I keep looking for ways to be more holy? How can I be more radically consecrated and set apart for the call of God? And, you know, even with, this goes into a lot of specific things, you know, drinking alcohol, listening to secular music, you know, what are you watching? Filthy shows on Netflix. What are you putting into your eyes, your ears? Right. Cause right. What's going into you? And I know a lot of people maybe. Don't agree with this. But the truth is that there's a spiritual root to everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying directly, but indirectly, you know, everything has a spiritual root. So, you know, you need to be careful. What's like Georgie saying, what's going in your eyes, ears and mouth? I mean,
0: whatever you put inside of you out of out of the mouth, the heart speaks and the ways things, how to, what gets into your heart. Whatever's in your heart is what you let in through your eyes, your ears, what you say with your mouth. And if that's what, whatever you put into your heart is gonna come out of your mouth. That's why sometimes people get caught up in there uh, or they say something. And they're like, whoa, how did I say that? Or why did I say that? Well, it's because that's what you've been putting into your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your heart. It all starts really in the nat- the natural realm and it, it ends up in the spiritual realm because if you allow, that's why when, what ha- there's always a reaction, right? There's always a consequence for everything. it rather be a good consequence or a bad consequence. If you start exercising, what's gonna happen? You're gonna lose weight. I mean unless you're stuffing yourself at night or anything, but, <laughs> uh, but that, it's good consequence. What happens if you listen to a scary movie? You're most listen. Whatever happens when you watch a scary movie, you're most likely going to be scared that night. What happened when when you break up with somebody? And the first thing you do is put on emotional sad music. Right. What happens? You start getting yeah. more emotional. <laughs> everything you do with your senses will affect every, everything else. Will follow. Yes, so what you put in, whatever yeah. you put into your eyes your ears, your and you, you let in. That's why it's so. I'm not going to go into relations. That's a whole another podcast. But that's why it's, it's important to choose who you. Talking about living a consecrated life when you were in college is if you were, if you can't, if you're trying to live a holy life and you say you're trying to, and you, you're trying to look for more ways to be holy. Well, if you're trying to live a holy consecrated life, but you're hanging out on the bars, those things don't go together. You have to, you have to discern, you have to say, look, is this going to lift me more towards, is this going to put me closer to God or is this going to take me farther away? And that's all, that's all it has to do with living a consecrated life. Yeah.
2: I mean, even like with I mean everything, you know. I, I question, you know, Christians. You know, you, like Georgie was kind of even saying in the beginning, people will sit in church for 20 years and they're actually battling the same things 20 years later, and and you know there is a reason why the word of God does work. But you know, if you're undoing it with the opposite impartation, for example, you know, if someone has been a believer for 10 years and has been in a long-standing battle with the spirit of lust or something along those lines. It, there's a reason. It's not because the word of God doesn't work. It's because probably, you know, the mu- the secular music, a lot of times that people listen to, if the singer carries the spirit of lust, you know, f- this is just an example, but music actually carries impartation. It carries, like we know it carries the anointing. There's some music you put on and you can feel the anointing. You can feel the presence of God on it. Well, it's the same thing if you're listening to secular music in a, in the, and it's all about, Whatever, like Georgie's even saying about relationships, emotional, whatever, there you're actually having that impartation go into your spirit, whether whether you believe that or not. Yeah, that's
0: true. You can look at it from a natural realm. That's why like everywhere you go, depending on where you go, there's different types of music for different things. If you go eat a dinner at an expensive restaurant, they're gonna have classical music. Why? Because that's what sets that atmosphere. If you're right. if you're going right. to if you're going to maybe if you I've never been in a club, but I assume if you're going to a club, you're having upbeat music because why? They're setting that atmosphere. Atmosphere. If you're going uh, somewhere romantic and they're going to be playing love music, why? Be, or if you're going to a wedding, they're going to be playing love music. Why? Because that's that atmosphere. Right. When you go into church, they're playing music of worship. Why? Because they're setting that atmosphere for the Lord. Wherever the music is a is a huge part, and that's why you have to be. You have to be careful what you let into your ears. And I, it may not seem like, oh, I may just like the beat or, oh, it's really catchy or, oh, this is no, it's really, you have to be so careful what you put into your body or you allow into your heart because that's what will affect you and what change you And it car- like uh, Victoria said was, it carries a spirit.
2: Right. And, and, you know, if it's the wrong spirit, it is going to quench that fire that, you know, maybe you are trying to grow your fire and you're wondering, well, how come I can't be on fire every day? You know, you have to cut out the things that are actually quenching it and working against you. You know, I think that's, that's huge. And it's not like we're trying to condemn, you know, this is not a condemnation thing. Like for instance, (laughs) listening to secular music, I'm not even saying that's a sin. It's more of the fact of instead it's shifting your focus to Lord. How can I be more holy? How can I be more set apart? You know, even like if you want to go to another level with God, you know, even cutting out alcohol, and I'm not saying that having one drink is a sin. I'm saying that when you cut things out that carry a spirit that is opposite, then, then you'll begin to grow. I'm telling you, that will take you to another <laughs> level. For instance, you know, Luke... Chapter one, verse 15, um, you know, God was calling John the Baptist and he said, and he told John the Baptist, mom, he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. Like he was saying, don't even let it touch his lips for he will be filled with the Holy ghost. So that goes to show that the, the spirit that's behind alcohol is actually the opposite of the, of the Holy ghost. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians, do not be drunk with wine, but instead be being filled with the Holy ghost. And so, you know, that's why It's John the Baptist, and it even says, which is crazy, it says that John the Baptist was the greatest of the Old Testament prophets and the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So now, you know, John the Baptist didn't even have Christ living in him and he was still held to that standard of holiness. Do not even let wine touch his lips where he will be set apart for a great calling, a great work of God, a special use. So the least in the kingdom of heaven is actually has a greater calling on his life than John the Baptist. So that means, you know, that we need to walk in a manner worthy of the call and, you know, pretty much God's saying, your call's even greater than what John the Baptist had you know when Jesus died he actually rose the standard of holiness why because now the ark is on the inside of you that holy presence of God is on the inside of you and so when you cooperate with the Holy Spirit and you get in line with his his spirit the way he does things you know and I know that a lot of people maybe they don't understand the whole alcohol thing but you know even People call alcohol spirits. There actually is a spirit yeah, I mean, behind when alcohol. you look at the <laughs> sign,
0: it says sp- liquor and spirits. Yes, like, it does. Exactly. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh, what does that mean?" It literally means spirits. You. That's why when somebody has alcohol in their body, they're a whole different person. That's why when uh somebody who make uh, somebody who's quiet, as soon as they get a couple of drinks in them, they turn into this party animal who's jumping everywhere and is the loudest one. It's because it brings out a spirit inside of you, and it really, and that's what uh to bounce off what Victoria was saying was. Like and kind of going back, to what I said was, everything has a consequence. You know, if you if you if you have a couple of drinks, you know what comes with that. You know what comes with that drink. And it's like we said, it's not it's not a you're not gonna you're not gonna go to hell for listening to secular music. But it's all about how consecrated are you gonna live your life? How far and how serious are you gonna take the things of God? How much are you gonna let the Lord do in your life? Uh, because if you if you you can drink and still and still make it a heaven, but Are you going to live a life of hell on earth? That's not the life. Uh, That's not the life. God's called us to live a victorious life. And, you know, what we bind, what we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. If you, if you're allowing things, everything we do, every consequence that happens, right? So the devil can't come into your life and just, oh, the devil made his way into my life. No, everything that comes in your life is something that you let happen. You have to rather accept or close the door on something so if you allow sickness into your body, and I, uh, there is you know Hosea four six, my people perish for lack of knowledge. But it, we're talking about spiritual maturity here, so this is kind of a little different. Um, but when you become spiritually mature, you have to make the decision: Am I going to allow this in my life, or am I going to, or am I going to uh, shut the door on it? Because everything does have a consequence. And if you and you, if you're taking drinks and you wake up the next morning broke and you wake up the next morning confused, and you wake up the next morning feeling terrible, that wasn't because, oh man, the devil did this to me. No, it's because you did that to yourself. And I'm, I'm kind of like coming down with a hammer right now, and I'm not, it's, this podcast isn't meant to do that. But what I'm trying to get to is, if you, if you, it, can, the consequence for drinking and the consequence for reading your Bible and getting into your word are two completely different things. It all just depends on right. what what do you want in your life? What are you going to choose to allow? And what do you want your life to look at? Because at the end of the day, that's why uh, at the end of the day, it's not because, oh, my family did this. It's not because, oh, I have this line or, I, or uh, my friends were doing this. At the end of the day, it comes down to how, what were you doing? With you, between you and the Lord.
2: Right, because alcohol is not going to... The thing is, it's like I was saying, switching the question. Alcohol does not bring you closer to God. It does not feed the fire of God. Same with secular music. So if it's not feeding the fire of God, it's definitely working against it. It's one or the other. There's very few things in this world that are just neutral. So, you know, even just thinking of it that way, like you were saying, mm-hmm. it's really good.
0: Yeah, that's... I mean, it's, it's, it's really... It's really... um it's really like it's it's kind of this is really a practical, practical kind of podcast uh, today. And it's just, you know, it's it's really simple. Keep the word simple. It's not a complicated formula. It, it's it's not it's not it's it's nothing complicated. It's all it's really at this equals this, that equals that good equals good, bad equals bad. And it's you just really have to, you know, choose what you want in your life.
1: Right. I mean, you do. You have to get to that point where you if you want to be a spiritually mature person, you understand what does it take to to get for me to grow up? I mean, when you're a kid and you're going to be when you're trying to grow up and be mature, you get that all the time with your parents. It's time to to, to grow up and be mature. But I think one thing um, and I'm going to read something in Romans 14. But um, I know growing up, it's like. I, I feel like I would always like fight with my siblings, fight with my sisters. And then you get to a point where you do get to that point of maturity that you're like, you know what? I, I, to be a mature person, that's gonna take me loving them, me being a, a person to upbuild them. What I need to do things in my life to um, not tear people down, but actually build them up. So this is what Romans 14 says. And I think this kind of goes along with what we're saying in terms of consecration. But uh, it says in verse 12, well, first of all, in verse 12, we do know that, you know, everyone's going to have to give an account of himself to God. Um, so it it says in, in, um, verse four, who are you to judge another servant to his own master? He stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand for God is able to make him stand. One person is going to esteem one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. So it's talking about how, you know, when we're, when we're looking at our brothers and our sisters in the Lord, it, who are we to judge? Everyone's going to have to give their own account to God. And it is for every person to be fully convinced in their own mind about the things that the Lord reveals and to them specifically. I think a lot of these things that Georgie, Victoria and I are talking about are revelations that the Lord has shown to us as we've pressed in and said god how can we be more holy how can we we consecrate ourselves you know
0: we have all had to live this and we've all had to make these decisions we're not we're not saying anything on this podcast that we haven't done ourselves right because these are these are all definitely things we've had to go through and we're still on point one (laughs) but uh this is the we had to choose this in our life and we had to we had to make the decision am i gonna am i gonna please my flesh every little time it wants to be pleased or am i gonna uh, or i'm I going to do the opposite and die to myself and Mm -hmm. how far and do I want to chase everything God has for me and do I want to fall more in love with the Lord but
1: right yeah yeah no and I mean it's it is that it's it's coming to the point where you know I want to be more spiritually mature this is not about uh someone else me trying to get someone else to do something else but it's it's me and God I know that I want to be fully convinced in my own mind, the things that I'm, I'm, why am I living the way that I'm living? And so, um, a spiritually mature person is going to love and upbuild and edify their brother and sisters in the Lord. And so it says in Romans 14, uh, verse 20, do not destroy the work of God. Verse 21, it says it is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine, nor do anything anything by which your brother or your sister stumbles and is offended and is made weak so it's talking about here so you get to the point where you're not even going to do anything that you that's going to make your brother and your sister stumble A spiritually mature person is going to recognize the things that are um, they may be doing in their life that's going to affect a weaker believer and so that's a that's a sign of love that's a sign of a spiritually mature person being able to say you know what like for me drinking a, drinking of a whatever drinking a glass of wine that will probably wouldn't affect me but there are people out there that have been addicted to drugs they've been addicted to alcohol and so for me to stand here and say oh, I can I can do that but it, it's going to make another believer stumble and so it's important for us to not even want to get to a place to not do anything that's going to make another believer stumble. That's going to upbuild them. We want to be people that, that are speaking gracious words to them, not, uh, you know, not saying anything that's going to make someone weak or stumble. We want to be able to um, understand that that is definitely a sign of a, a spiritually mature person is, is loving people, our brothers and sisters in such a way that, you know what, I'm not going to do anything that's going to make someone else uh have a stumbling block in their and their walk with the lord which is really important
0: yeah and that uh, and that's uh that's really um a big thing is you know being an example unto other people uh but i kind of i mean we can stay on this point for a super long time but i'm gonna read one more thing um and it's in first corinthians 13 11 and it said and it talks about um i'm on the wrong page but it talks about um here it goes. It says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. And so, you know, if you're in the place where you just come in and you're fresh, that's, that's it's okay. It's okay if you're not there yet. Nobody's ever going to be there yet. We didn't wake up like this overnight. You're not going to, it's, it's it, you're not going to, you're not, it's like, it's unrealistic or it's there's there's always a growing point there's always a pruning a pruning point because it it took me i mean i really didn't i really wouldn't even say i was spiritually mature till like like last year two years ago like and you're never going to get to the point where you're 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 there you know and there's always going to be a constant renewing of the mind and these are things it's not like oh I renew my mind daily, I'm spiritually mature, and I'm never not going to be immature, like, these are things that you constantly have to renew, and you constantly have to check up on yourself, and like I was saying, it's okay if you're not there yet, and it's okay if you're not there tomorrow, but it's, you're gonna have to come to a point where after so long, you've been coming to church, and you're wondering why you've been defeated, that you, you have to say, am I going to live this life, or I'm going to live this life defeated, or am I going to, or am I going to take, am I going to decide to grow in the things of the Lord, and I'm going to decide to get in my word, and find out what God has for me, and find out what God's already giving me, and am I going to be a doer of the word, and not just hear it, like I said, you can hear the word all day, but if you don't put it into action, you, you can, you can hear, by his stripes, I was healed, but if you, once you start feeling symptoms, the first thing you do is run to the pill cabin or start complaining about everything, then it's not going to do anything because you didn't put that word. You weren't a doer of the word. Yeah, by your stripes you were, the Bible says by your stripes you were healed. It's going to say that tomorrow. It's going It said that yesterday. It's going to say that after you die. But it's not until you put it into action that that scripture is going to be able to work in your life because you become a doer of the word. And so, it, like I said, it's okay. If you're not there, it's not if you're not there yet, it's fine. There's like you're always uh, God's not going to shun you because you're not there after the first day after you got saved, but there's a point where God you're going to have to grow in order for God to use you in the places he wants you to use you at. Because, you know, God God does have a perfect plan, and we're all called to do different things, and the Lord wants to do, oh, I don't know my purpose here. The Lord has a special plan for your life, and it's different from mine. It's different from Courtney's. It's different from Victoria's. Each one of us have a different plan, but it's not until you decide, I'm going to grow spiritually mature, and I'm going to renew my mind daily, and I'm going to be a doer of the word that the Lord's actually going to be able to work in your life. So we encourage you, you know, grow and make sure you're getting in your word uh, because that's really what's going to sustain you. That's what's going to keep you sharp. The word keeps you sharp, even in, not only in a spiritual or not even in a uh, spiritual sense, but in a natural sense. I know for myself mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to do a check on yourself. You have to check on yourself daily, uh, renew your mind daily, because I know sometimes uh, for me it was, was like, uh, it's some I would be in my word, right? Everything's going good I'm not in my word daily But oh I get busy for a couple of days and then I and then I start feeling a certain way or I start notice I'm talking i'm, I'm saying something or i'm letting things slip Well, why is that? Well, it's because you have you stop renewing yourself daily. You start you be you the, You start becoming you start slacking your spirits not as sharp because you haven't spent the time in the word and you haven't spent uh You haven't spent that time renewing your mind And I know for me, uh I mean, the word's gonna help you naturally in every area, in school, in business, and just your daily life. I mean, if you when you read, I'm the head and not the tail. I mean, you're gonna walk around confident. You're gonna walk around with the confidence, other than thinking, oh, I'm just little me walking around. And how can I do this? How can I do that? No, but the Lord will, it will sharpen you and keep you sharp and really excel you in not only the spiritual realm but the natural realm. And okay. that's the same thing. That's the same thing with uh, it's the same thing with music. Just like we talked about if, when you put that. When you start playing that, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know any, I can't think of any romantics. (laughs) I was going to bust out in song, but I can't think of anything. But when you start thinking, uh, uh, yeah, I can't say I I was just like, like, say
2: like an artist, but I don't know. I I could definitely say a few here, but.
0: Yo, you know love music?
2: I mean, let's just say, I mean.
0: Like when you start, when you start, put your head on my shoulder, you're going to want somebody on your shoulder. Like, <laughs> like it's, 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 an actual concept. But when you start saying I'm the head, it's the same thing. When you walk around with that, what you put inside of you is what's going to come out of you. If you start reading scripture about how you're the head and not the tail, and you start reading scripture about, uh, I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. If you start reading scripture about, uh, prosperity, you're going to walk around with that identity and that confidence knowing the, what the Lord has placed inside of you. And so it's just it's it's all about what do you want in your life. You have to make that decision. What do you want in your life? Do you want the the emotional roller coaster that some contemporary Christians make the gods the walk the walk of um the I can't think right now. Uh, but do you want that uh to and fro, wishy washy lifestyle? Or do you want to live a lifestyle of victory and victorious and knowing and being confident in everything you do without the guessing game of emotion and all these other things that people want to make out? Because the living a consecrated life isn't going to lead you to a, a life full of wandering and emotional roller coasters and one day I'm up, one day I'm down. But no, you're going to live a life when you separate yourself and put your thing uh, unto God and you separate yourself and live a life connected to the Lord. I mean, it, the Lord is a God of order. He's not gonna have you down one day. Oh, the Lord's putting this on me. You no, know, it's 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 all you. Some people make it too spiritual sometimes, and it's just like it's not about oh the lord this lord that no it's about what did you choose to put into your body if i i have the free will right now to throw myself on this floor and break my arm but and if that happens that that was really really uh let's see what's about i have the choice to drink this bang right now and if i start getting shaky after drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine that was totally my choice. The Lord didn't make me shaky. It's it, it was my choice to down 300 milligrams of caffeine before this podcast, which yes, I did do if you're wondering. But it's 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 all a choice and it's not it's not to be made overly spiritual or anything like that. It's 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 genuinely a choice that you have to make um in your daily life. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our podcast today don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on itunes spotify anchor and breaker also don't forget to follow our social media at ya underscore power of love thanks for listening